again, and last time on our little D&D game, um, our fair adventurers were making their grand escape from the clutches of some very wicked slavers. Um, they were visited while they were in their cells. Actually, they were recaptured a second time after their first escape attempt. Um, they were visited by a, uh, a curious-looking wizard like character and his bodyguard um, who put their escape attempts down. Anyhow, uh, this curious uh, looking uh, wizard like character um, had some very strange markings and tattoos on his face and all over him. Um, His bodyguard was quite hefty. You guys made your escape. Uh, you made not a clean escape. You had to fight some more orcs. Then we got captured a second time. We were almost brought back into the castle, and then he showed up to save the day. That's when uh, you guys were outside. Yeah. <laughs> you guys were outside fighting orcs and ogres. You guys managed your escape with the help of uh, Rangrim, um, a rogue named Pluto Nash, and Quillian who came in at the right time and cast some spells and managed to help you guys escape. Anyhow, that's where we are. We're heading back to Waterdeep. Okay. Okay. You can't have two. We can only hold the six. The spell only says one, me or someone else. Okay, so we put Carol and... Carol and Rangram. Ren Buckley and uh, Pluto Nash. What about Jin and Tonic? Um, can, Shut up. <laughs> can ride on one of the other regular horses. And then we have... I ride my own. You ride your own. And we still have one. And then Nario rides his own. Yeah, and then Nario rides his own. Okay. Yeah. Is everyone covered? You guys are heading back to Waterdeep at a very high rate of velocities. You guys are galloping away from this place you've gone. I love centipedes. You've gone uh, east, away from the the ocean, where this you guys can kind of see the ocean almost from this from this uh, from this old um, whatever monastery or whatever it was slave house. Anyway, um, you've headed east towards the main uh, road that used to go between Neverwinter and. Um, Waterdeep. You know that to the north is there's construction on this road. Rangram knows this because Rangram here will give you some back. Rangram knows because you supplied uh, you supplied supplies for this and and wagons and stuff like that to, to help out. There'll be more information for you as we go. Um, but you worked with one of the trading companies that is moving stuff up this and down this road. Um, you have a vague idea of some things that are might be going on in the background um, of the whole story, but um, you know that um, you know that up the road there is construction going to keep the road from going further into the mayor of Dead Men, and as you guys are racing south down the road back to Waterdeep um, 
I need you to roll me a perception check. Just roll one for each and that'll be enough. <laughs> Nariel got a nat 20. And I got the opposite. Well, I'm doing this. Okay, I'm rolling perception. Yeah, for you and Pluto. Alright, we got a 15. Uh, Pluto got a 10, and Ram Buckley got a, I believe that's a 18. There you go. You guys, um, as you guys are heading down the road, you, uh, you see some rocks flying at you um, as you're coming down the road. Off the side of a hill, these rocks come flying at you. So you're not surprised by them. So there's four rocks. There's four horses, right? Yeah. Who's in the Five lead? horses. Who's in the lead? Isn't there? One of four horses. Yeah. Uh, in the lead will be Rangrim. Okay. Who's second? Ren Buckley and Pluto. Third. No, what about the rear. Carol and or Jin and Tonic? Shut up. But let's let's put them fourth. Okay. They're the big fighter guys. Well, they're also pretty badly hurt, I guess. Or did we heal them up? Um, I think. Ooh, I uh, think we healed them all up. Well, if we have eight of us, only four. Should we just say someone's with me? Just whatever. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. It's my game. You can have Zeb. Talk. Okay. Zeb. I swear if his Sorry, for Zebediah. If his not Jebediah, but Zebediah. Wasn't tonic. So, um, you're in the lead. No, you're Rangram and Carol. Rock is at you, and it misses. Then you guys. Yeah. That misses. And who's your next? Yeah. What's uh, you and who? Carol, I guess. No. Yeah. Yeah. Zeb? No, Zeb and Jin can be on a horse. You and Carol. Sure. Who's on a horse with you? Nobody? Ryan Grimm and Nariel. I thought no, Ryan Grimm and Nariel. Okay. No, because Ryan Grimm and Carol. So Nariel, so it doesn't matter. You and, you and Carol. Um, that's a miss. And then Jin and Zeb. That'll be on Jin. Ooh. Jin takes a hit, guys. Does he fall though? We're gonna roll decks to find out. He's gonna take some bludgeoning damage. Important thing is, does he fall? We're gonna find out. Right away. Where's his decks? Does there our, it is. Does our beef fall? And we'll find out. He's gonna roll the decks here right away. Nope, he manages to stay on, but he takes three points of bludgeoning damage for his trouble. And guess what? My notes say he's down to one hit point, but I know that's not right. He's got like 20 left, so he takes a, another smack in the head. Okay. Manages to keep riding to the west of you up in the hills. Uh, as you guys ride south, you can see a group of orcs that have just come kind of over, kind of over a ridge, and then down, try and come down the hill. 
at you guys and they knew you were where you were and where you were coming from and they threw some rocks at you trying to slow you up and uh, keep you from escaping. But they didn't. But you guys managed to roll well and I rolled poorly. We got past. And you guys got past. Let's skip ahead. Yay. To the gates of Waterdeep. Yes! The city of splendors. Um, second best city in in. You guys ride all night. In Just Sword. stop talking. You ride all night because it was evening, late evening when. Um, I said second best city. When you guys oh, escape. <laughs> I need Nariel. Nariel, I need you. I need Randgrim and Quill. Um, to roll me a constitution saving throw. Mm. Seven. You guys uh, each take, or what did you get? 17 for Naria. You're good. You take a level of exhaustion. You take one level of exhaustion. What about the rest of us? You guys weren't traveling. You guys weren't traveling. Pluto Nash. For more than eight hours. Oh, we have Pluto. You better roll for Pluto. Sorry. Nariel wasn't traveling more than eight hours. Constitution was. Yeah. Is that Constitution? Yes. Six. He takes a level of exhaustion. Because you guys traveled there, had a quick fight, and then traveled back. 16-hour day. What exhaust? And I'm only giving you one level of exhaustion where I should be giving you three. But it doesn't matter. I'm just doing that for uh, for narration. I think it. You guys get back to Waterdeep, and you come through the north gate. Um, there's wagons. You guys can see wagons getting geared up, ready to go. Rangrim, roll me a quick perception check. That's a ten. <laughs> Um, being that you've been in the city now for a year and a half and, and you know the city fairly fairly good and you know what's going on, you're looking for it. Um, as you um, come through the gate, you notice that uh, there are several several different caravans getting ready to leave and um, you notice one of the character one of the one of the the caravans is um, you know that you see that um, you know the caravan is is part of the high road charter company you know that they're a consortium of guilds and noble houses that partnered with Lord, Lord Nevermember to complete the construction on the road because you've been sending, um, actually been sending wagons with this consortium uh, with supplies and guards. Um, a few times you've sent them up the road to, uh, you, you have um, managed to get in on this business and make some money sending supplies up the road to, would you say it's lucrative? 
I would say it's fair to Midland. It's just another source of income to ship stuff because that's what you do. You're a shipping company. You have your own wagons. You hire your own drivers. You also hire, um, you hire out to other types of wagons. You hire out to the high, like to the high road charter company, right? You send wagons out to the high road charter company. You ship stuff through them, uh, and you know that Lord Ilficker is is a is a noble, and um, he's just part of this consortium. From a dungeoneer to a wagoneer. So, well, as long as it's still down my ear. <laughs> as long as it's not a dragon ear. And you see that there's 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 wagons and stuff and people getting ready. But as you get back, where are you guys headed? By the way, now that you're here in Waterdeep, where are you guys headed? Randgrim, where, where are you taking everybody? To my house. To Lorfanglings? I don't have my own house. You live at Lorfanglings. Oh, okay. You kind of have run of the place. And all of his business. Are there private, does he have private doctors? Lorfangling? Yeah, how's everyone doing for damage? I, I'd say we all want to yeah, have like some form of to... private, like go to a, uh, Ren Buckley's speaking out like, we are all hurt. <laughs> Please, bring John. Our cleric not heal? Our cleric needs to have a long rest. Our cleric's out of rest stuff. Our, our cleric is uh, not doing so hot. <laughs> One person who didn't take damage in that fight was probably Pluto. <laughs> he kind of just sort of went, Hi. He's exactly what Pluto Nash did. So, not much. what's the conversation? Should we go to your place and then bring call for a doctor? I, I, yeah. I'd I say... I think that makes the most sense. Yeah, we'd go back to your place. Ah. I'll come back to my place. Or, uh, we'll get you set up and rest for the night. See if we can't get you some uh, healing done. Now, you do understand that he's got a Carol, Jin, Zeb. All of families. All have just their underclothes on. Mm-hmm. As you oh, guys come okay. running, riding into the city. Correction. And first stop, let's find a clothing shop. And this guy. <laughs> Red Buckley, he's got a potato sack with a potato sack sh- rip strip of potato sack as, to, a belt. as a belt to keep up and and nothing else. So you arrive at I will say you arrive at uh, Randgrim's or at Lorfingling's vast estate. You ride in to the back where the stable is. This was a adventure that started here. No reminiscing. Isn't that a fun time? Buckley looks over too. Right? You're more trouble than you're worth. I tried investing with you, and look where that's got me. Two grand in the hole. Like I say, you're more trouble than you're worth. I still had money in you, like with you. It is. Okay. Yeah, let's let's get me. I, I just want. Let's get you out of 
Oh, a bath. That gets you into some clothes. Well, I'm not be bleeding anymore. You, uh, as you're, you guys are riding through town, you're having this conversation, and um, the city guard, you go past a group of city guards, and one, one is just like, Oi! What the? As you're going by, and, Hey, you! Wait! Hey! I, I just look back. Slavery! They're like, what? Would you keep your bleeding trap shut? I feel like we should go to the town. We should go to an actual guard for this. You get back to the mansion. You ride in. You guys could settle, have a bite to eat, have a bath. Um, you do know that Lord Fingling does keep uh, some spare clothing around in the house. It's a fair, some probably nice clothes. And they're not gonna fit. He's tall, skinny. He wears, um, he would be, he would be, what do they call those guys who wear the skinny jeans? Hipster? Yeah, he'd be a hipster. Would he have clothing there for his servants and stuff like that? Uh, Guess what? His servants have their own clothing, but they managed to find you, they managed to find you some, they managed to find you uh, a serviceable pair of pants and a pair of, a kind of, they're kind of a slipper. I have nothing. It was all (laughs) stolen. Do you have any needles? Some thread? I've got a needle poking me right in the tiny right now. Okay, I will wear whatever you give me at this point. Yeah. The, the um the head of the house, the head the head uh, servant of the house comes to you and says, Wait, uh, Lord Rangrim. What can uh, and he looks he looks at all these people in short clothes. I'll draw baths, sir. Thank you. Yeah. And we'll see if we can take something out of the charitable donations bin. That'd be much appreciated. Very good, sir. He turns to his staff, his other staff members that are waiting there, and says, so, baths and find some, find some clothes for them. Miriam, see if you can find, excuse me, what's your name? And he looks at Carol and she kind, of, she kind of goes, she's never been in a place like this. She's like, yeah, in the States. Uh, my name's Carol. See if you can find Carol some, something to wear. If you would, please. Thank you. And uh, these two gentlemen, well, see if you can find them something. Go on, go on, he said. Um, they find some things that'll help get you to a clothier or whatever. You guys are, I'm, what are you guys doing? Are you eating? Are you, what are you guys doing here? At, uh, did we get a cleric to the house apart from, did you order one? No. I mean, Rangram goes sir. around and just have What's a the head butler's name? Rangram. Make it good. You get to name a character. roll a history type to try to remember me. Actually, they they don't they don't um, recognize they don't recognize you. Okay, it's been a while. Maybe once I get cleaned up. 
You look a little more dapper when you were. When I was rich? Is that what you're gonna say? <laughs> you were never in this home when you were wealthy. I was still more dapper when I was rich. And you were And she only suit. knew me when I was rich. Yeah, I'm talking out of the game. You were in servants' clothes at that time, don't you? Right? Oh yeah, that's nobody, servants, no, nobody that notices. Servant clothes was cool though. Nobody notices servants. Why do we need a cleric when we still have Ragger? I thought you couldn't heal. I thought you didn't have any more healing. Ariel doesn't. Rangram. Then why hasn't Rangram? Because Rangram showed up, pulled you out, and we just went straight home. Okay. Sir. Dinner will be served in one hour. Thank you, Ariel. Very good, sir. Will there be anything else? Uh, the baths are drawn. You all have uh, a place you can go, and you'll be shown there. Um, Carol, if you would go with Miriam, she will show you up to the private ladies' chamber, where you can bathe and uh, dress yourself. Uh, and the gentlemen, they can bathe uh, upstairs in the master's quarters and in the servants' quarters and in the spare room. We'll call the cleric for our friends too. They're uh, a little worse any, for wear. Any particular denomination, sir? Let's get some from Lavender. They seem to be doing a pretty good job. Very good. William! And he calls over a young boy. William, run to the temple of Lavender and fetch us a priest. Yes, sir. Very good, sir, right away. And he's off and running. Out the front door he goes. William's about 14. He works in the stable, but he also works around the house. Does He's a very handy guy. He says, will there be anything else for now, sir? Not for now. Thank you, Echo. Very good, sir. Things will be ready in an hour. So what are you guys doing? You're going to go bath? Bath. Jin uh, and um, Zeph, they go and bathe. Carol goes and bathes. We'll call it an hour later. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you want to do? I'll go bathe, whatever. Let's... Okay, everybody's allowed to bathe to clean up. Good to be clean. Everybody, does everybody get healed by the clerics? Uh, by the time you guys are done bathing, the cleric uh, arrives, and he arrives with a couple of acolytes. Yay. Back up to full. And uh, he says, Alrighty, let the healing begin. Uh, <laughs> All right, let the healing begin, man. Latanda loves you guys. Yeah. You guys got to meet some of my friends. With Latanda, man. You said they Let's were doing it. well. All right. All right, um, all right, all right. Maybe it's all just right, a night shift, guys. All right, all right, <laughs> all right. Maybe it's just the night shift, guys. Anyway. It is. <laughs> well, you know, when something's doing good, you get all these people that want to join up. And they, when um, something's doing good. They bring some. They actually bring some uh, potions of greater healing, and some potion, and some spells. And uh, you know, Just half an hour, forty minutes later, they'll they'll they're they are finished. And are healed and everybody gets full hit points yeah. and all that good stuff. Thank you, Lathandra. And um, um, the head priest uh, comes to you and says, your friends will be well now. Thank you. Thank you. 
How much do I owe you for the services? Oh, it's, it's a paltry sum. But, um, several healing potions and spells, mm. probably looking about 500 gold. Mm. All right, here you go, good sir. Note, I take it out of uh, Ren's investment fund. Yo, no, <laughs> I can sue. You don't know that, so stop metagaming. <laughs> can I roll perception? No. I'm sure he just has a bag that says You're Ren's investment. Yeah. <laughs> his mind. Can I? No. You can't. Can I call upon a god? No. <laughs> anyway. God probably goes, you deserve it. Because that's what your investments are doing. <laughs> Not if it's a deeper god. So your you're investments paying, are his pocket Jesus. If there's anything else, which please feel free to call us. As I will. Very good. Good evening. Good evening. Thank that's, you for your services. Let's go. And they let themselves William takes them back out the door and Anyway, dinner is served. I can't believe you just did that. You take everything way too literally. Yes, I do. Because I'm... I'm paying for your healing with your money. You did that money <laughs> for other things. You can be healed, yes. No, for other You're things. You're the one demanding a cleric. Anyway. No, that was... Yeah. Dinner is served. I, I said it was an idea. Dinner... Who's going to uh, Carol like bolts for the for the dining room and so does Jin and Zeb, they're gone. And but Buckley politely politely walks while Pluto Nosh walks right out the door because he hasn't gotten paid. And he's gonna sit on the doorstep till he gets paid. Fair enough. Quill? I'm going to eat. I wanna eat. I'm it's been like sixteen hours. At the bar and uh, pour myself a whiskey. <laughs> That's in the dining room. Okay. There's a there's a bar in the dining room. I'm gonna politely walk to you guys sit down, and the the the, um, the servants begin to set out your meals in front of you. And it's very proper. This is how Randgrim has 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 lived his life for the past year and a bit. Um, he has lived in a lap of luxury. Um, Randgrim, what does everybody notice about you when you sit down and you're in you're cleaned up and and you have uh, you know your vest on and a thing next to your vest that's kind of in this section. Do they, do they notice that, or is it covered up by your long sleeve shirt? I look uh, quite nice, and I don't deal with long sleeve shirts all that much. Mm-hmm. You see the glint of metal, and the whole left arm kind of a region. The worst thing about eating popcorn? Loud. It gets stuck in your teeth. Uh, right here. Oh. It's stuck right here, people. Are you seeing this? No, they can't at all. Anyway, the resolution's good, but not that good. <laughs> Quill doesn't notice your arm because she's exhausted and has fallen asleep at the table. Roll me a dex check. <laughs> you get to <laughs> fall out of the table. No. Soup was the sir- first thing served. <laughs> <laughs> and that one means, as you guys are sitting at the table, <laughs> your, little, your new one. little friend... She, she face plants right in her bowl of soup, and it's just like everybody's, what? Stop! And you hear this <laughs> as Quill goes face first into her soup off of her high chair. Is she asleep? <laughs> She's gone. She's gone. She's out like a light. 
Someone want to pull her head out of that? I uh, think you should get Urkel to bring her to it. Urkel said, <laughs> I will take care of it, so. And he calls, uh... William? William. Not William, but, um... John. He calls John over. John. Please. <laughs> and, uh, John, uh, picks little Quill up. Uh, where should I take her, sir? Um, um, take her to the spare room. There's extra beds. Very good, sir. And up they go. And you're going to bed. You're going to get an eight-hour rest. I feel, like, I feel like she's young and would, like, totally be exhausted. Too bad. Well, yeah. <laughs> she went a little bit too hard. Yeah. So yeah, just too many shots. A lot of adventuring for so, Rangrim. a tiny one. This is Red Buckley now speaking from Rangrim. You know how I mentioned back while we were riding here? Yeah. The money I invested? I need that back. Well, it's tied up in investments, you see. That is fine, but, um... Even if it's a loan, I need to find somebody, and I currently don't have the cash to do that anymore. And... As... The, you still have the bank. A close, <laughs> as a close friend, I suppose. Close. That was a mistake, and we are all very sorry about that. And I'm going to go after Aces. Friends don't let friends get eaten. It was not our intention. We are sorry. I am sorry, Rangrim. But this has to be done. You know this as well as I do. Asus cannot be left alive. He is too dangerous to any of us. He's dangerous to you, he's dangerous to us. He's shown us that. Well, I'm fairly certain he's only going after you. We maybe poor. We have the upper hand now. He thinks we are slaves. He thinks we are dead. Do you think the breakout's gonna pass him by? I don't think he'll think it's us. I think he thinks we'll be sold off quickly because of how... Let's be real, we're powerful. So powerful you end up getting caught and thrown into slavers? Prison? Come on. Not physically powerful, but we do have strong allies. The man who took us was incredibly well organized. This is Carol. She speaks up. He was incredibly well organized and quite vicious. What did you call his name? Asus Mordalis. Did he wear a black set of leather armor? Pure black. Black studs, black hood. I don't, I don't know. But all I know is that the people who took us were incredibly well organized and incredibly dangerous. 
And they said they wouldn't kill us if we just came along quietly. That is correct. Jin, Jin says, Jin says, that is correct. I wish I could stay longer. You have a family, Jin. So do you, you have to get back to them. We have to get back to our, um, they belong to a, we have to get back to our master. I am in his charge and we were guarding his wagon when we were taken. Zeb and I are in, are in the, in the employ of a, of another, of another noble. Okay. Not here in Waterdeep, however, but further north. All I could ask is if you could supply us with couple of horses and food enough to get home and a sturdy sword we'd be fine I'm sure we can work something out you're more than welcome to stay the night get rested up so you can you know be your best that would be that would be phenomenal and Carol pipes up what about me you may stay the night as well do you need assistance uh, finding your family Grim's just giggling in his cool head off at the at the supper table. You're sitting beside him, and he's just losing his mind. He's played he's playing you, man. And I pick up the copper. Jin Jin goes, Mr. Buckley, I believe your friend is is playing. I understand that, Jin. I understand that very well. I let him get eaten, and that's fine. How were you eaten? How did you... Is that arm for real? Yes! Ching, ching, ching! How did that happen? Well, it's a long story. Here we were, adventuring. I stumbled upon their group, and I figured, you know what? These guys seem like they'd be having a fun adventure time. We were having a fun adventure time. <laughs> so I figured I'll take along, help them find this orb of whatever. Orb of drag gun. We found it, by the way. A what? Jane goes, a what? Uh, it's just a thing. Maybe that's why I omitted that part. Yeah, well, a minute doesn't matter when I have literally nothing. Anyways, we go into a dungeon. I end up getting knocked unconscious, and instead of, you know, dragging my body away from the evil creature who is eating not only my body, but my soul... 
they just lot at feast. We killed it. You're still alive. Now look at you. Have literally the world at your fingertips. You do. You have yeah, the world. All at your five of them. <laughs> well, what One, are those? Two, three, four, five, ten. You have ten fingers. And and you and you do. You go like this. You go and you can hear the whirring sound. <laughs> <laughs> As your fingers open and close. Hey, if you don't count the thumbs. And yeah, the opposable thumb works really well. Literally a fist of magic in your arm. You could probably punch through a wall. Zeb's like, wow. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I use that arm, I reach down, and I grab a bag of 200 gold, and I just toss it to you. Clink. I don't toss it gently. You gotta remember. A little set of rogue. <laughs> Reflexes of whatever fastest creature you want to name. Oh, my dex check. Smart mouth. I was gonna just let it happen. Not one. <laughs> Two not ones in a row. <laughs> so how do you want this to happen? The bag hits you in the side of the head, knocks you out of your chair. <laughs> As you're going over, you reach for the table. You, 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 you reach for the table. You hit the soup bowl. It spills all over you in your clothes. And it's hot. It's hot soup. And now it's all over you. You're laying on the floor. Oh, by the way, do yourself a favor. After all that healing, take four points of burn damage from the hot suit. You're dead. And Carol, she can't stop laughing. She's like, <laughs> I could pee my pants. And and Jin and oh and um, Jin and Zeb, they're doing everything they can just to. At this at this point, Pluto Nash is actually like. Sort of wandered in. It's like did that actually just happened. <laughs> well played. And Pluto Nash walks up to Randrum. Still haven't paid me. I was promised like what twenty silver. Now I'll give you a gold piece. Or no, twenty silver is too gold. Yeah, give him a gold piece. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a gold piece. One gold piece, you're so nice, sir. Oh, that's that's Pluto. He's probably never held that's a gold exactly. piece in his life. <laughs> this is so wonderful. Where I come from, we we eat bark. He's a wood elf. <laughs> we literally eat trees. We're protectors, but we eat the trees. <laughs> you're, you're a good sort. I'm going to buy my very first fish. <laughs> he will be a pretty fish. Excellent. <laughs> and he runs out the door to go to the nearest pet store. There you go. He's out blazing past Ren Buckley, who is drenched in soup and just wants to take another bath. Take another bath. And, and, and Urkel is there. He's like, Do you need a hand, sir? Can 
deserves a good night's rest. I think that would be the best. Uh, Urkel, was it? Mr. Urkel? What should I call Just Urkel. 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 Uh, side, sidebar with Urkel. Urkel. So, can you get me a list of... I don't know if you deal with these sorts, but can you get me a list of all underground magical item sales? Oh. No. No, I don't know any of those kinds of things. If you need a magical item store, I believe Bono's is in the Merchant District. Okay. I will find that mask. And I go up, and I wait for the bath to be drawn. Yeah, another bath drawn, you're upstairs. Um, Jin and Zeb excuse themselves uh, after a wonderful meal, main dishes served. Carol eats like her whole plate and then some. And this girl is like, she's, she's a hearty lass, but she's a waif. Like she's not big and strong or anything, but she's not, she just looks like she's tough. She doesn't look frail and fragile and she just looks like she's seen some things and done some stuff and she's, she looks fine girl. Practical. Yeah, so a farm girl? Small town. She's going back to Baldur's Gate, which is yeah. a big city. But she probably lives on a farm just outside of town. So she knows both sides of that that life. That life. She knows taking crops and stuff yeah. into the into town to sell. So really pretty farmer girls. She's not hard to look at. Anyhow, wait, that is a wise, wise wood elf. <laughs> so he's gone. Pluto's gone. You're gone to bathe, bed, gin, tonic, bed. Carol, she excuses herself. The servants clean up the mess. You're still at the table by yourself. Yeah. Uh, Nariel uh, excuses himself, and he too sets, sets off to bed. And um, Rangrim will retire to uh, do a study uh, with the... A little glass of scotch now, and uh, you'll journal the events of the day. As you enter your study and sit down at your desk, uh, there's a hot, there's there's a couple of high back chairs in your office. As you sit down at your desk, you hear. <clears throat> okay, all right. Let's see who it is. As you look up, um, seated in one of the high back chairs in the corner near the fireplace, between the window and the fireplace is uh, Lord Fiendling Ilfiker, master of this household, and your boss. And he says, good evening, good to all. Good evening, sir. How have you been? I've been well. Excellent. How's business? Business is good. Some people who have been sold into slavery just north of here. He gets a very curious look on his face. Almost worrisome. Slavers. I around water. I they had apparently taken some good friends of mine. 
uh, kind of a monastery type of a dealio. Uh, now he's like really curious. You can just keep talking. There's a. Uh, they were engaged with um, a horde of orcs and ogres at the gates. They just lost the battle. This is, this is, I don't remember right now. Actually, yeah, it's, uh, it's, you guys went all day cleaning up, kind of had a nap. Oh, really? And this is back into the evening again. Um, who is that curious little waif of a thing that ran out the front door? The tall skin. A single goal. What purpose? Did you hire just to go and rescue your friends? Yes. I see. Slavers. Nash is knocking at the door. Um, you, mildly, they can mildly hear it, but um, the door is answered by uh, the door is answered by Urkel. Oh. You. What can I do for you, Mr. Mr. Pluto Nash? What, what can I do for you? This is one gold piece, ten silver. I specifically got twenty silver for my endeavors. That is the deal we made. This is ten silver. Very good, sir. Would you mind waiting here on the on the bench on the veranda? I would. Thank you. And he shuts the door. <laughs> you hear a, a light, gentle rap at the, your chamber door. You hear this rap on your door. Enter. Oh, sir, I almost hate to bother you. But Mr. Nash is back and he's demanding his other ten silver pieces. Mm. 
be willing to pay him, sir. I'll hand Urkel a ten silver. The silver or a gold piece? I'll hand him the silver. Do 200 copper. <laughs> so you hand him the ten silver. Street dropped the gold, and then like a gutter snipe went and picked it up. So he's just coming back to get the rest, thinking he could up his up price. His <laughs> um, I should have had a charisma check for that. Anyway, uh, the long and the short of it is back to Ramir. Wait, what happens when he touches the door? He didn't. Oh, that's not fun. Anyhow, he. Uh, He comes to, uh, comes back to you two. You and... Poor Fingling. How were your friends taken? Do you know any of the details? Apparently it was by, uh old enemy we had faced in the past. And he just he, his brow furrows he's like, who? Asus Mortalis. Pardon me. That can't that be one. right because I know Vort decapitated him. He must have some very powerful uh, powerful friends. Listen. I've been contacted not only by the not only by my own enclave but by several of the other enclaves and 
they're all coming here eventually. There's been speak of cultists, dragon cultists, uh, doing strange things again. engaged in the old traditions of doing their whatever it is they do. But they're not only summoning they're not only summoning lich dragons and building liches, they're trying to summon and bring other types of dragons together. There's there's all sorts of stories. Apparently the cult been running uh, small communities into the ground, taking people for slaves and taking all of whatever riches that town has. Um, most recently, Greenest was hit. They are running they're they're taking and running uh, small towns and villages and they're running them over. They don't know exactly what the purpose is, but there's all kinds of talk of the cult of the dragon doing things, taking Weird things have been going on. We're getting visitors tomorrow. My friend and longtime compatriot on Darfrum is coming up from Baldur's Gate. And we'll be here tomorrow. Along with... Apparently he'll be meeting some of uh, the people he's working with. such as their ilk. The 
all the different types of humanoids. And uh, then came the humans. Like a plague, the humans soon came to dominate all of the realms, subduing it, subduing the lands, and driving out anything that stood in their way, including dragons. Eons ago, those five orbs that we once that we were looking for, they were created to control dragons. Those orbs of dragon kind are very powerful artifacts. The one that you found. now safely in the hands of our elders. We don't know. We know that there's at least two more that can be found up there. We don't know where the other two are. We haven't a clue. But we do know there were three hanging around. That's why I asked you. That's why you and your friends were asked in the beginning to go by the way, how is Mr. Mr. Horsefather and, and Mr. Buckley and, and Torment? Uh, Boar and Red were part of that group that were captured by the slavers. Mr. Buckley, Mr. Horsefather. Apparently, Boar had been sold off by the time I had arrived. So he has 
past us. The goodly, the goodly dragons. To find the orbs by whatever means. And that's what we had you and your friends do. But seeing now that this cult of the dragon is on the prowl again, I think we have to turn our eyes in a different direction. Do you think your friends would be up for a new task? I'm certain they would. Can we talk with them in the morning? We'll see if they'll go. Mr. Buckley might die. Proved to be a pricey one to try and convince. But I'm sure we can convince him for a low price. You know, I just adore him. You know me. I love little humans. They're, they're a wonderful race. Stop and think about it, Brad. You're going to live to be 300 years old. I myself am. <sighs> I'm well on in here. <laughs> but they live to be a paltry sum of years. When I was just a babe, these people are old. They're dying. They get so much accomplished such a little time. That is what makes them so beautifully unique. But it is a human. From what I understand, that is leading this cult. I'm not sure of all the details. But I'm sure if Boar has been Until the morning. Until the morning, sir. He stands up, walks to the door, and heads out. Um, curious enough, you're in his office. And he sits in it like it's yours. The next morning. Um, there's a knock at your door. Miss Quillian? Miss Quillian? Go away, I'm trying to sleep. Click, the door opens. It's a new day. 
Um, your presence has been requested downstairs. And she goes and draws the drapes open. Big bright light. There's a fresh, uh, hot bowl of water and soap. And Mr. Buckley, before the door even opens, I'm out. <laughs> Mr. Buckley, I'm out. I want to cast a minor illusion of drapes back in front of the window. <laughs> door is open. Ren Buckley, walking like, down the hall. I'll never understand wizards. And out the door she goes. Like, not even phased. Like, she's seen this before. Miriam is like... Stellar on top of this. Mr. Buckley? Out the door. He's already... Very good. Very good, sir. He's ready. He's been ready for a few hours. Um, you're, you're in your room with... Um, what's his name? Pluto's not even in the house. You're like living in He's the so, so you guys are downstairs now? I'll make my way. Uh, Ren Buckley is not even consulting Rangrim at this point. He's pouring himself several drinks. I'm one after coming the, into other. the room and I'm remembering. Rangrim, when are we going to sell all this stuff that we talked about before we went on this adventure? Right! How long have you had that bag for? It's never winter. Recall, we had stuff in there. <laughs> um, Jin and Zeb and Carol um, have come down. And you guys are having breakfast. I, for, I honestly Good forgot morning. we had stuff. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Good morning to you. We'll be I get double because I. We we'll be leaving this morning as characters, right? Uh, we'll be heading north. Um, you said you'd be able to furnish us with a couple of horses. I. And um, perhaps a, a sword or two. Um, where where could we where do we go to pick those up? Do we, we get those here or do we need to go somewhere? Rangrim, being Rangrim, you have connections all over town, everywhere, every business knows Rangrim. Yep. I'll write a couple of letters to charge it to my account. You did that last night when you were sitting down to do your notes. Ah, see, look. Um, you have that complete and um, you actually hand them the writs, and um, the gentlemen, they, they have their breakfast, and they thank you heartily and shake you by the hand. But we want to thank you very much if you ever find yourself near Mirabar. Um, keep a lookout for us. We're with the Axe. Ah, oh, you're with the Axe in Mirabar. We are. Ah. Good to see that you guys were able to get out of the slave pits then. We'll be on the lookout for these ones. Did you uh, did you notice the one's sword hilt? At all. Oh, you weren't even there. I know. There was a sword hilt. Um, a scabbard, rather, sorry. 
His scabbard. And Zeb goes, yeah, the scabbard. Did you recognize it? Or, yeah, I've seen that before. I think that guy was some sort of cultist. I'm not sure, but we've heard tell of these people up in Mirabar before. Long time ago. We'll keep on the lookout for them. Thank you again. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And, and Zed claps your hand and, and, and says thank you as well. And, and um, we'll see you again. <laughs> we hope to see you again. I hope to see you as well. Be well. Be well. You go in peace. Live long and prosper. Peace and long life. <laughs> yes, hail and good travels. And they out the door. Um, Carol kind of, she's sitting at the table, kind of, she's had her meal, and you, uh, you excused yourselves, and, and <laughs> took the gentleman to the door, and Carol's sitting there, and are you going back to the, everybody's kind of in the, in the, in the dining room. What does Carol do? Like, what is she? Oh, she was a farm girl, right? I'm a, yeah. I'm a farm girl. She's a Because uh, you've just asked her this. Okay. I'm a farm girl. I live near Baldur's Gate. Um, Are you wanting to go back? I want to find out if my family's alive. I want to see if the farm is still there. We will have red room. We were attacked. Our farm was attacked late at night. And I don't know if all my family was taken or if I was taken or, or what. I just know we were attacked by whatever this these people are and we were brought to I was brought to that place we I know, need to get home we know for a fact Randrum has probably already set up a writ and a caravan for you you will get home safely that's good to know at which point Randrum enters the room again and William is in tow. Because the guy who's saved our lives. Oh, hello, Mr. Frostbeard. Hello, Carol. Mr. Frostbeard, is that your name? It is. Did you sleep well? Ah, uh, yes. I slept very well, thank you. All right. Um, is it time? It is. Have you finished your breakfast? I have. Thank you. Miriam has fixed me up with a with an extra set of clothes. I'm glad we were able to provide that for you. Very good. Yes. I guess. Thank you. And she um, she walks up to you and hugs you and gives you a kiss on the cheek. Okay. I'll go back. And uh, you're kind of all turned red. And all the time. <laughs> you're kind of this tough old dwarf with a metal arm and. Give her a big hug, and she gives you a big hug, and kiss you on the cheek, and you see her. She's she's almost in full tears. Thank you so much, she says, for saving our lives. I truly, truly do appreciate it. And if you are ever in or near Baldur's Gate, our farm our farm is right near the edge of town. Uh, our last our our surname is Stormweather. If I'm ever traveling down that way, I'll be sure to look you up. Very good. 
I'm sure my father would extend his humblest of, of invitations to, to dine at his table. And uh, William, what's he doing? What do you tell William to do? William, if you could take this young lass down to the caravan, uh, here's a writ for her passage. Uh, if you want to get her set up and good to go. Very good, sir. I can do this, sir. No problem. Thank you. Uh, Miss Stormmother, please, if you would. And he, uh, thank you again. And they're out. So, Randrum, Quill, and, and Ren Buckley. And Nariel. And Nariel, sitting at the kitchen table. What a group. What are we going to do now? My, my boss would like to have a conversation with you about your time in the slave pits. He's here. And at that moment, Lord Fingling Ilfiker enters the breakfast room. And he strides when he walks. It's like he doesn't even touch the f- ground. Just he just floats. And he says, no, Mr. Buckley, don't get up. It's good to see you again. It's good to see you again. Good to see you too. And he stands as he enters. And, uh, and bows? And bows. Lord Fingling, and he's... He is what he is. He just gives the slightest of nods, and and he takes his seat at the at, at the table. And his uh, his morning meal of one little pea. No, it's a leaf. It's a leaf, and it's it's a it's a mint leaf. It's one mint leaf. It's sitting on a plate. Does he eat it with a knife and fork? He sits at the table, and he sits at the table, and he, uh, his chin is like, he's looking at everybody, back and forth. I understand that you ran into some trouble with slavers, Mr. Buckley. You ran into trouble with... Very. I don't care about the slavers. No, 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 no. Mr. Buckley, I need you to collect your thoughts. I need you to tell me, did you run into trouble with slavers? Yes, sir. I don't know if he takes a deep breath. It's a simple question. Yes. Slavers. Did you notice anything peculiar? Do I have to roll something? You need to roll me an intelligence check. Do I use my plus intelligence? So plus three, ten. You tell him about a wizard who was dressed very irregularly. There was a. Was he in a purple car? He was. There was a uh, wizard. He um. He bought. He was one of the guys who bought Boar. He uh, was wearing full purple garb, 
and when they describe what board... Actually, he was in... Sorry, he was in a kind of a reddish... Okay. He was in a... Like a reddish purple? Just red. Lots of red. With some purple highlights, but... It was very... It was a very red cloak. And, um... When they were describing what they were going to do with Boar, they described fight pits. Did they say anything? Was there anything about this wizard that was peculiar? His face? Apart from his garb, it wasn't something you'd see a normal wizard wear. Roll me another intelligence check. That's 13. Um, You... Uh, Nariel, you remember uh, what the wizard's face looked like. You remember um, the tattoos all around his face and head. Excuse me, sir. The wizard had tattoos all over his face, his head. It was quite strange. Dressed in red. <laughs> and this very imposing six foot five elf looks at you, and you're about this tall. And Quill doesn't like is not intimidated at all. She's more curious. He's extremely intimidating. He's extremely intimidating. Um, as a matter of fact, right? But she's extremely naive, so she doesn't get intimidated. She doesn't. She doesn't get it. <laughs> She doesn't get it. She doesn't exactly. understand the intimidation tactics. <laughs> Do you know anything? Tell me something, Chloe. Do you know anything about Red Wizards? No, I wasn't down in the pits, so I didn't see this Red Wizard. So, and, and sorry, and, uh, my master, Grolleman, has. Uh, we haven't really dabbled too much in. Into necromancy, I've I've kind of done that on my own. Excuse me, did you say? Yeah. Tell me your master's last name. Long socks. No. Long socks. Well, that's what we called Grolman because he would always wear these long, multicolored socks. Under his robes. And when he ran, he would lift his robes up and you would see nothing but these big leaves. Rainbow of color socks. Well, that must have been a long time ago because he never has ever ran as far as, as long as I've known him for my life. I know who your master is. Interesting. <laughs> He's as old as I am. Perhaps older. Wow, that's really old. Yes, young one, it is. Indeed. Is he still alive? He is. We ran into him a while ago, but he was off on a on a personal quest. Where whereabouts? Uh, we ran into him in the ice room. 
It was the Ice Realm. Oh, yeah. The what? Frost Realm? Frost Realm. Frost Realm. It was called oh. Frost Realm. Interesting. I don't know why. Did you travel? How did you travel there? We traveled through the Glade of the Ancients. You Glade. used the portals. Glade of the Ancients. Yeah, I have a, I can use port, the portals. He taught you how? Oh, that's interesting. And Part, that's good par- to know. Partially, I'm still learning. That's good to know. I might have a book on portals for you. I would <laughs> love that book. I will do anything for that book. Want me to kill this man? Done. Interesting. I believe your friend was taken by a red wizard from Thane. Okay. I don't know who this wizard is or why he is doing looking, doing. doing what he's doing or looking for slaves. However, however, there are many expatriate red wizards who live here in Beirut. Now, whether they're loyal to Zastham or not, they dare not go against him. Or they will face Zastham one day and they will either become one of his minions or be utterly destroyed. Okay. Randgrim. Do you think we could hire somebody to try to find this red wizard? I need to know more. I need to find out what's going on with this. If this cult is consorting with red wizards or... I need to find out something. I'm sure we could uh, find someone who could be willing. We can try that rogue again. your call. It's your team. Did you want to take it up, or did you... I certainly could use you here. It's up to you. Fair enough. I, I do like Wasn't there an elf traveling with you as well at one time? Uh, we did have... Uh, he's no. talking to... He's talking to... Yeah, he's talking to you. What whatever happened to her? Yeah, what never happened to Arya? Her. Yeah. Her. She got all retarded and went back to her parents. That's not that's very derogatory, Quill. I am shunning you for that what you just said. <laughs> what happened was Only We were on <laughs> we, we were on an island. Uh wait. Yeah. 
Investigating a tomb. Which island? There. Why were you there? What were you looking for? How was, how was I wrong, Ren? She, she didn't go retarded. She went mute and insane. Okay. <laughs> he's like, okay. And he puts up his hands. And, and you can tell he's annoyed now. This is how, like, he only gets I, annoyed very... I apologize. You know he's annoyed. I apologize. He's like, what was the name of the island and why were you there? I can't remember the name, name of the island off the top of my head, but there Didn't was... We go, it was Mastika. Yeah, Mastika. Yeah, that was the place. What were you doing in such a land such as... A land such as that? Getting treasure. Okay, so we, we were basically just there to get treasure. Investigate a tomb. Shrine. Of? Tamokan. What? Eh. It was well hidden. Very well hidden. And, uh... We got some pretty good loot out of it. Um, one piece of which I am very attached to and will do anything for. Uh, and I may have made it a little bit uh, more hidden on our way out. You straight up released a beast upon that island. Possibly the world. I, I may have caused the collapse of the entire what remainder of the shrine. Assen- essentially, we, uh, we wow. got out of that place by the skin of our neck being chased by zombies and pirates. Neck of our neck. That's a weird way to phrase it. Neck of our... Well, how would you say it? Skin of our teeth. Skin of our teeth, whatever. Very good. So, yeah, zombies and pirates. I need... Rangrim, I need a group of adventurers who will go north and investigate what these people are doing. From what I understand, they're taking wagons north and they're using... They're using the consortium. Would we be able to find Boar while we do this? North? Maybe. What do you mean? What? Oh, that's right. He was captured. There, there is a chance we could find Boar with this group. Because if he was bought into it, then... Well, perhaps the wizard you're looking for has gone north and taken Boar. Maybe that's the one I'm looking for. That's... Very well possible. Perhaps you can use your contacts to get. Who? Who's going? I will go. I'll I'll help take up this cause. It's who? Seems a Who are you? Nariel. Nariel's going. Nariel's going. Will you take up? This adventure for me, Mr. Buckley. I will on one condition. Before we leave, I need to find a mask. Bonos might have what you're looking for. It's not cheap. We have to sell this stuff anyway. Bonos, if you have anything of magical, go to see Bonos. Right, Randgrim? Right. Bonos is a good contact of ours. He has a little magic shop right here in Waterdeep. Cool. Maybe Bonus will. We can sell our loot and you can buy some something with the money. I just want my ferret mask back. I had a little feather and it was very nice. It sounds quite amazing, Mr. Buckley. But it let me change into people. It was a mask of disguise, my dude. Very good. I miss it. But I tell you this. Um, Most miss shot squad. 
the information I need is to find out what this cult of the dragon is up to. Dragons? Yes. And you don't have a clue, Quill. No, but you said dragons, and I have a book. I know everything there is to know about dragons. Do you? <laughs> I do. And he he cocks his head, and when he does this, he looks at you. He looks at you like this. Brent he Buckley goes, and Brad Grimm are laughing their heads so, <laughs> Do you now? And his voice gets really. It goes. It goes. It goes from yes, do you to. Yes, do you now. Can I make a <laughs> what, perception check to see if I know where he's going? Uh, do a perception check. Uh, this dice We've been rolling terribly this tonight. Uh, I got a 12 still. You do notice the iris in his eye. As his eye changes, it goes from like a humanoid elvish eye you see it changing. It gets a little bit bigger, but the iris goes upright and down. It says in the book that dragons are doing it to people. And he <laughs> smiles, and you see the slightest bang. <laughs> I suggest you keep it to yourself, young lady. She's like almost hopping up and down. Rimbuckers. I need you to roll a saving throw. I have advantage. What would it be? On Christmas saving throw. That's a seven. That's an eighteen. Nineteen. For a moment, Quill is absolutely frightened out of her wits. Just for a moment, her heart stops in her chest. Because she's she knows, and it goes from that that absolute fear to this absolute awe, like not fearful awe, but this I'm amazed awe, because you know you're in the presence of something greater than just the high elf that sits before. So does it hurt to be all tucked into one tiny little body? (laughs) (laughs) Another time, my dear. Another time. Not today. Will you take up this adventure? Oh, absolutely. Very good, my dear. And I wish to... Can I have that book on the portals? (laughs) (laughs) I still think humans are the most interesting creature I will see if Renrim can find it (laughs) You don't know anything about it (laughs) Very good And his voice changes back just like that Very good expect Mr. Tallowleaf to be joining us sometime in the future. Tallowleaf? Miss him. How's he doing? He's very well. That's good. Good to hear. We'll tell you later. See another dragon. Will there be just these three or will there be another? 
well, I was hoping to hire Pluto Nash again. He seems like he'd make a good... As you're telling us, Pluto Nash, you're sitting <laughs> in a... Yeah, Pluto Nash, you're Pluto. sitting in a greasy, dirty little spoon cafe. Well, folks, what will our heroes find? Tune in next time to find out, right here on Our Little D&D Game.